Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Some call him the Prince of Poonanny, the Baron of Butt Plugs, the Duke of Dongs. His mission to bring pleasure to the men and women of Kansas City. He stands astride the Odyssey Multiplex, waving high the big black dildo of destiny. As he brings you a game that we like to call the Adult Toy Prices Right. That's right. It's time to play a little game we like to call the Adult Toy Prices Right. Here's how it works. We choose three callers from the listening audience. Then we describe the item that's up for bid. The listeners place their bids. The listener who gets the closest to the actual manufacturer's suggested retail price without going over wins the prize. And now here's your host, the undisputed king of the vibration nation, Johnny Dare. Mm-hmm. I see Jake is working hard on getting the ladies together. So, we'll talk to the guys first. Joel, welcome to the show. What's your story? Morning, everybody. I'm Joel, 33. Uh, I got a couple things that go in my pocket. Um, I'm sorry, you got a couple what? You got a couple what goes in your pocket? You know, a little pocket. Oh, vaginas. Okay. Okay. And uh, a C-ring and a uh, single. And that's about it. Am I, am I really missing out on the whole... Does Mike have a C-ring thing? No, Mike has nothing. All right. Well, I just nothing. Well, I don't think it's a uh, like a something you use if you can't do other stuff. I just I, if I'm missing out on something. No, remember he won't go to a store. Like I have to bring anything uh, and everything yeah, yeah, home. Yeah. So he's the shy one, except not. It's so it's so ridiculous. You need to get him liquored up and take him in. Oh God. That's that's what you want to do. <laughs> Trust me. That's when that's when the real Miguel shows up. <laughs> well. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's the matter of two sturdy drinks to where you'll get him to where he's like, yeah, I'm going in and chaps. I, I, I will tell you that I, I learned not to take Sassy into a, uh, a store like that. Like, we were in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and we were staying near Sunset, and there's a Hustler store there. Yep. And she had a couple of drinks in her, and so she was feeling bold. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because normally if you're like, hey, pick something, you're like, it'll mm-hmm. be fun. <laughs> dirty, dirty, right? Right. She's over there like a goddamn shopping cart. I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> This is like $370 worth of toys, man. She's like, blam, 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 up on the countertop. I was like, supermarket spray? What the hell? I was like, someone got real comfortable real fast. (laughs) He's a a problem, too. Like, he shouldn't shop drinking. Yeah. No, no, I learned the hard way on that because then you just got to bite. You can't, it feels feels like you're doing something bad to her if Mm -hmm. you make her put the dildo back. Yeah. I don't want to shame her and embarrass her. Right. The chick's looking at me like, you have the money. You know that, right? You get what you deserve. All right. Well, Joel. You're going to play. i got to get Derek on. Derek, welcome to the show. Hey, uh, Johnny. Uh, my name is Derek. I'm 34. I'm going through the Big D, and I don't have any toys. 
So, welcome to the Legion of the Damned. <laughs> so, is this your first divorce, sir? Uh, yep, and uh, only married. Oh boy, yeah, you all right? Uh, what was that? You all right? Oh yeah, I'm all right. You sound like you sound like she asked for it though. Uh, no, no, I definitely asked. No, you did? Okay, because you seem sad. Normally when a guy goes and asks for a divorce, they, they're like this. Oh, dude, hell, I'm getting rid of that bitch. Oh, that's called a divorce, sir. That's how you should tell your friends. <laughs> so, you're okay then? Oh, yes, definitely. I'm, uh, she's out, and, uh, yeah. I just work nice now, so I'm a bit drowsy. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but I love it. All right, Joel, Derek, stay right there. I gotta get, I gotta get Ryan on. Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Johnny. Hey, man. I'm uh, I'm 50. My name's Ryan, and uh, I have a girlfriend. Um, she's got a couple vibrators. I have a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, did you bring this flashlight into the relationship with you? No, I got it probably about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, and how long have you guys been dating? About three years now. Did she give it to you, or did you buy it? No, I bought it. She had some stuff, and I thought, well, you know what? Uh, I, I should probably, I never had really tried anything like that before, so I, I wanted to give a little adventure. Dude, those, those flashlights are the top-of-the-line business. Yeah, they're all right. They're yeah. all right. Now, did you did you tell her you were going to get this, or did you buy it and then kind of hide it and then show it to her, or does she have no idea? Uh, that's Yeah, I, I bought it and then, uh, then, then showed it to her after a while. Mm-hmm. She was cool with it, though. She's way younger than me, so she's down with it. Sure, sure. Well, listen, there's only two guys. There's the one girl that'll be like, you know, oh, that's awesome. This is so dirty and weird. Then there'll be the girl. The, the side note of that one is the the relieved one, who's not like it's so dirty and awesome. It's more like thank God there's something else for you. You know. And yeah, then I think it's a combination of the both. She's a dirty girl, and she also wants some time off every now and then. Yeah, right. There you go. All right. Well, listen, Ryan, Derek, Joel, the closest to the actual manufacturer suggested retail price. We'll take this item home. For the fellas, our item up for bid today. And it's a big ticket item. It's the Trist Multi-Erogenous Bendable Silicone Massager from Old Doc Johnson. Oh, big, big, big ticket item. This thing isn't cheap. Watch out for that skeet. I think the poet Little John said it best when he said, To the windows, to the walls, till the sweat drop down my balls. Skeet, skeet, mother effort. Skeet, skeet. Oh, fellas, let me tell you all about the Trist Multi-Erogenous Bendable Silicone Massager. This thing looks simple, but it's got a lot going on. It's kind of like a sexual Swiss Army knife. Because it has multiple uses. If you wear it like a C-ring, wear it one way, it stimulates your taste. Wear it another way, it stimulates your testicles. And a third way to stimulate your burger. And speaking of your burger, there's multiple ways you can... Use it on there. It has three powerful motors, a remote control. It's water resistant, USB rechargeable, and thankfully comes with an instruction manual. With simple, easy to read pictures. We are simple, easy to read creatures. What are you simpletons doing? I like simple pleasures like butter in my ass, lollipops in my mouth. That's just me. That's just something that I enjoy. Call me crazy. Call me a perfect. It's the Trist Multi-Erogenous Bendable Silicone Massager. It's a big ticket item, and it can be yours, fellas, if the price is right. You wouldn't normally consider this to be a, a thing just, it's not just for you, for a dude, because it looks kind of like a female item. Mm-hmm. So it isn't something you would necessarily, I guess you can masturbate with it. Like, so it looks like, yeah. a, I mean, you see where you go, right? Yeah. The, and they got rabbit ears kind of wrapped around just this thing mm-hmm. itching the gooch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that I want my balls vibrating. <laughs> I don't know that I'm against it either. Right. I don't you don't know. know until you know. Yeah. Uh, so I assume you hit number one here. So Doc Johnson, hold it. 
Oh, it's got a, oh, it's got a, see, I don't like it when they have remotes. This is a big ticket item, so it has to have one. But when you, uh, I have, not, I have no idea. How to, I don't have anything with a remote. Yeah, and you know why? Because you'll lose the goddamn Yeah, same remote. reason why, remember that time I had a detachable cord for my Hitachi yeah. wand? Yeah. And now I, I, I'm, I'm just hitting buttons here, just trying to make them work. F and G supposed to have this stuff together. You know how to make it work? All right. Oh, he's got it. He's been reading. He said, he said he, he knows. studied up. He said he did. So there we go. He's gonna he's gonna see if we can get this thing right. Did you get it? Mm-hmm. Oh, now oh, he's reading the instructions as we speak. Someone didn't. Someone didn't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's for the top one. And then what's the? Is this the gooch? Uh, oh, number two. Oh yeah. Then that's the gooch igniter. Ooh, it almost looks like a wishbone. So that's on your on your gooch. And then I guess if you turned it upside down, mm-hmm. if, you, if you weren't it for her. Oh, you, dude, it does look just like a wishbone. Yep. Yeah, no, and then you put it over your wiener like this. Oh, you got lift off. Yeah, and then you're right You're about here. to go see Marvin the Martian. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, what do you think about the wishbone? Mm. Gobble, gobble. Would Mike put it on? Oh, if yeah. You, if you were like, put this on. Yeah, he yeah, would yeah, get yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty impressive. See, I'm like that, too. Like, if, if she were to show up with something, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, if it's going near both of us, of course. I'm okay with, I'm okay with everything, man. Yeah. Unless, you're, unless, it, unless it harnesses to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then, if there's then, an insertion for anyone else, yeah, no go. Yeah. I, uh, Mike would never let you tie him up. No. Because I don't care what you say on the radio. There is another part of you that would bury it to the hilt. What's amazing is you the times would. he takes a slumber after a nice boys outing. It's amazing I've never just decided put it in him to play Operation. Yeah, yeah. just be like, bloop. Yeah, because honestly, I feel like if he was super passed out, you really looped it up. Mm-hmm. He'd be about three quarters of the way in before his eyes open. Right, he'd be like, huh? <laughs> what? Oh, the only way that gets story gets better is you hear him just go, Ricky. all right then this is an amazing item i don't know if you would use it by the way do we have room for one more girl is that you were saying well he's working on a girl right now all right uh joel what would you pay for such an item it's a big ticket item let's go 205 205 what about you Derek? Derek, who's getting a divorce but is super happy about it but (laughs) I'll go uh, 9999, Johnny. 9999. And Ryan, finally, this big ticket item. $72, my friend. What did I just say to him? What did I just say to him? I know. You did. Ryan. You did what you were supposed to do. I did. I did all I could do with you. And now, the actual manufacturer suggested retail price. one fifty nine ninety nine. dollars Ryan, what did I tell you? You said it was a big ticket. I did say it was a big ticket. I didn't know how big a ticket it was. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big ticket. Seventy dollars is a big ticket, Tam. Super disappointed. <laughs> Listen, how do you think Derek feels? He ain't got anybody. He's getting a divorce. He's got this thing to wear in his weenie now. You know what? It looks like a wishbone. He's got his whole life ahead of him. <laughs> All right, listen, put the wishbone on uh, Captain Divorce and enjoy yourself. I think you'll like it. Yes, sir, I, uh, Captain. All right, then. You stay right there. I'll get Ryan and uh, and Joel hooked up. Joel, I was really rooting for you because I feel like you were the most intense on the whole thing. I, I thought it was a big, big, big ticket. Well, 152 is a big, 159 is a big ticket. That is a big ticket, but I, I, I thought it was a little bigger than that. Yeah, well, don't we all? 
Yeah. Right. All right, Joel. Uh, right, I'll get you guys tickets to a show. Hold on a second. Stay right there, man. I'll make sure those guys are up. Uh, let's see if we've got Allison Chains, Rock the Dot, or Not Fest, whichever one of those guys want to do. All right, who do I see? I see three ladies. I see a Nicole, a Shannon, and a Jessica. Well, let's start with Nicole. Hey, Nicole, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm Nicole. I'm 26, engaged. I got a vibrator and a wand, um, some handcuffs. I think that's it. Is that right? That's right. Nicole, I feel like you've played this game with us before. Yes. Yes. Did you win? No. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see if you can do a little better today. You, because uh, I, I, for whatever reason, I remember your, you have a, a very distinct voice. I remember 26 and handcuffs and thinking, God, you're already at that stage. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, sure. Listen, I, I understand. I think we talked about this. You get handcuffed, but he does not get handcuffed. Correct. That's right. Uh, because, uh, listen, here's the truth. Um, I don't want that whole turnabout's fair play thing. I'd rather play the role of sexual hypocrite. I think you're just misunderstanding us. Yeah, no, no. Let's bring another chick to the room, but let's not even consider another dude. Like, I would prefer the role of sexual hypocrite. (laughs) It it definitely suits me. Will you bring a girl home, Nicole? I would. Yes, I have. You have. (laughs) Now, do you ever want to bring a dude home? Um, I mean, that's not really my cup of tea, but I would do it if... My partner wanted me to. But he would not want you to. Probably not. <laughs> no. I mean, there are dudes who get off on that. Like, T, I think, liked watching dudes bang his old lady, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't think that's for me. I don't think that's for me. But how often do you bring a girl home? Um, I've done it, like, three times. We've been together for seven, eight years. Yeah. And do you tell him you're going to do it, or does it just happen? It just happens. Like, like you never, you don't give him, like, a heads up, like, you might want to take a shower or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I should. I'm kind of rude now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, like, give him a little, give a, give a, give a dude a little heads up, man. You know, so I'm, I feel, feel like I'm up for the moment. Like, so you're telling me, like, there's you, and then he's at home or whatever, and you're your friend, and you guys are watching TV or doing whatever, and suddenly sex breaks out. I mean, I plan it out. I just don't tell him. Right, but I mean, what does from his point of view? What does he? How does it go down? Like you, like, you don't tell him. That's what I'm saying. Like, in there waiting. <laughs> hold on. When he gets home, you guys are already in bed? Yeah. Good night. Yeah, that's how you end up on day Dude, I love my girlfriend, but she, she, you know what I mean? Like, this this is. That's a, that's my nightmare. This is next level. No, no. Yeah, it's not, like, but, no, it's not your nightmare. It's you and the chick, not him and the Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, you're just sitting there kicking it, watching something with the dude, and he just clocked out of work. Do you think, do you think. Yeah, right? You're like, I'm going to have to get in the shower real quick. <laughs> hey. Wash off the blood? <laughs> no, I just feel like, you know, I don't want to go to the big party and then not be dressed. Yeah. You know? Maybe I want to trim up. Maybe I want to yeah. clean everything up a little bit. I like knowing when there's a party. What would Mike do if he came home and you surprised him with a girl in the bed? Would he be offended or would he go for it? Would you? Th- but just, I'm I just, think Just offend- if he was surprised. Like, I-, I think offended anyone was there. You think so? Yeah. They, they but but if you were waiting for him, if you weren't like engaged, but you're like, like already already into it, no, yeah, you're like I have a surprise for you. No, I don't think so. no. He wouldn't do it. <laughs> no. Wow. I don't That'd think do so. He might be shaking inside the kitchen, going, ah, "You're dumb." <laughs> I'm like I'm like I don't know what stops me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, all right, listen. Uh, all right, Nicole, you're cool. All right, stay there. Uh, Shannon, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm Shannon. I'm 28. I have a couple vibrators, a dildo, a womanizer, and a plug. Womanizer's the thing, huh? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what about you and other girls? 
Um, I'm up to it. I haven't really done that, so. But you, you say I'm up for it, but I haven't done it. So you've never done it, or you haven't done it with your boyfriend? I haven't done it with somebody. So. Oh. So, but you would. Yeah. Well, get busy. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? What's stopping you, Shannon? You just haven't been. You haven't. Don't have a friend that would have sex with you. No, that I've been offered. It's just the right people, I guess you could say. Yeah. Okay. Let's just go ahead and uh, I'll uh, translate that. Not attractive enough. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a fine line between stalker and damn. She really likes me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know what it is? It's about seven uh, attractive points. You're, <laughs> when you're a three, it's a stalker. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you're 10, it's just, God, I can't believe this chick likes me. Mm -hmm. Nicole, Shannon, you're going to both play. i got to get Jessica. Hey, Jess. Hey, how are you? I am 36. I'm married to a woman. Um, So you like, do do you ever ever bring chicks home? Sorry. (laughs) I kind of to do it. (laughs) You're good. I was going to say, we got a couple of vibrators, a couple of dildos, but we're looking for something new. Yeah, but listen, here's the thing I do know. Uh, for at least, and again, just a generalization, but uh, of the hard lesbian friends I have, they are not okay with outside a lot of times. A lot of times, it, they're very, very jealous. That is true. There is no outside activity. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Like, whatever you are, straight or, or gay, you're still a man or a woman, so chicks tend to move in together quick because they've got a great ability to go ahead and just settle on in and be like, look, I'm committed. We're We're together. We're in this, by the way. You better never bang anybody else or I'll kill you. And dudes, no yeah. wonder gay men have the reputation for having sex a bunch because that's what dudes want to do. <laughs> Would you agree yeah. with this assessment, Jessica? I very much so. What's the shortest amount of time meeting up somebody on a, and going on a date and moving in with them you've ever, you've ever been involved in? That I've ever done less than a month. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Dude, you know what? I get it. It's, look, when you know when you know, right? Like, and girls are just better than dudes. You're cleaner. You're sweeter. You're nicer. You're more thoughtful. You listen. You're you just you're generous. I mean, it's just a million times better than men. Yeah, well, I, I agree. We we share the we share the same same path. All right. Well, Jessica, Shannon, Nick, oh, hold on a second here. By the way, Je- let me go back for a second. Jessica, now the, what what uh, toys do you guys have? Oh, we just have a couple of vibrators and a couple of dildos. Mm-hmm. Nothing too fantastic, I guess. Interestingly enough, a friend of mine who uh, is very much a lesbian, um, she, and actually she and I used to fool around when we were much younger, but uh, I'm like, hey, you got a bunch of dildos. I know that you like penis. And she's like, yeah, you, you don't get it. She goes, John, it's you. <laughs> It's the man part I don't like. She goes, it's not the penis that's the problem. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Why wouldn't you put it that way? Now it's all so clear to me. Yeah. Did I, did I hit that yeah, right? That, you sure did. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Jessica, Shannon, Nicole, the closest to the actual manufacturer suggested retail price style going over will receive the item up for bed. For the ladies, our item up for bid today is the Natural Real Skin Hot c- number two from Nastoys. Hey, girls, 
My name's Cooper, and I'm the curator of a special line of sexual aids from the makers at Nastoys. You see, here in our workshop, we realize in today's hustle and bustle world, some days you ladies want a good old-fashioned orgasm just like your foremothers. And it's with that thought in mind that we created the natural real skin hot number two. Bearing regionally sourced artisanal silicone with old-world craftsmanship, we have painstakingly created a bespoke vibrating rubber d that even your grandma would appreciate. And trust me, she does. No fancy bells and whistles here, no man. With a nod to the future with its USB charger and to the past with its simple push-button design. This thing is designed solely for delivering some quivering. From its meticulously handcrafted veiny texture to its fully bendable spine and the fact that it heats up to a toasty 113 degrees Fahrenheit, the natural real skin hot number two will help you hit the sweet spot every time. So it's a hipster dildo? No, it's artisanal. Dude, it's a rubber But it's an old-timey rubber you see, ladies, the natural real skin hot number two features the kind of expertise you've come to expect from the craftsmen at Nastoys. That's because I like to think of myself as a storyteller, and my words are rubber dicks. It's the natural real skin hot number two from Nastoys, ladies, and it can be yours if the price is right. Wow, look at this. The natural real skin hot airtight. Look at this. How about that? Wow. Very realistic. Wow. Right? That's a little bit more vascular than normal, huh? Yeah. Yeah. This D's been working out. (laughs) 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 uh, All right, so, oh, here you go. Wow, wow. Okay. And then, where's the temperature one? I wonder if it's, I don't know how long it takes to heat the whole thing up. Hot pocket it up. Well, 113 degree penis. That's well, considering what you're normally getting is 98 degrees yeah. right around there. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm like, wow. I don't know whether to put this... it in me or behind my neck. After a, <laughs> <laughs> which is after, real. After, but after a nice, like, a cold day outside, yeah, you'd, be oh. like, you'd be like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. Curl up with I, a I, warm I, I, D and a good book. I feel like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know if it's getting warm or not. I don't know how long this thing takes. I don't know. Let me, you know, how long it takes let me find out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, here, try that. See what you think. That's a good vibrator, right? Yeah. It's not over the top. It's a normal size. It, by the way, I know you hate when it's like this. Very easy to see the buttons. Very yeah. user-friendly. No, no, it is very user It's old-timey. Yeah. Yeah. A simpler time, John. There's no remote with this. A simpler D, a simpler time. It's, it's, it's the, the Bartles and James of dildos. <laughs> I mean, if you put up Wilford Brimley's picture but, next but, to me while I had this in a rocking chair, sure. I would feel like it was the good old days. Exactly. Butthole and Jane, that's the company. <laughs> I think all all the ladies would actually did it, did it like get this. Warmer? Did I, did I'm it, still waiting. I don't know. if it turned, I feel like a light should go on if, it, if, it, if it's yeah. warming. Right. Mm. Right. Wait, wait. A light did just oh. go on. When you know your way around an old-timey D, you know your way around it. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you hold on so I get some bidding, and then I want to. Perfect. I, strangely enough, I. Actually, I want to know if it warms up. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I wonder if during that. Oh, well, tell me this. I wonder if during your period, like you know, you get a heating pad and you put yeah. it like right on your stomach. Right, like when you're cramping. Uh, I wonder if that's the 
the business. I'm gonna, I will literally let you know which, when we get all this Which tends to take a little bit, the super dirty fun out of it, but, <laughs> you know, still you walk in, she's like, you're like, are you masturbating? You're like, no, I have terrible cramps. I'm dealing with my cramps. <laughs> I'm sitting on the hot sickle. <laughs> all right. Uh, Nicole. Nicole, Nicole, how are you? Good. All right. How are you? <laughs> Let's get a bid here. Um, let's do seventy ninety nine. Seventy ninety nine. Yes. Seven zero seven nine zero nine nine. Yep. Okay. All right. That is what Nicole, twenty six years old, uh, brings chicks home once in a while. Already likes to handcuffs. Okay. Uh, Shannon would be with a girl. She is. How old are you? Twenty nine. 28. 28. And, uh, but you've not been with a girl yet because your friends are ugly. <laughs> well, that's really mean. Not like that, no. Yeah, they're just not the kind of friends that you would kiss their genitals. No. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> I love her honesty. I mean, look, honesty is honesty. Here's why I don't want to be a swinger, uh, Shannon, because I don't want to get stuck with people that look like me. I want, I want to, if I want, if I want to, I want to bang girls that wouldn't normally bang me, and that's what I know is not what happens. You go to a crazy place, and it's probably it's people that look like T naked trying to climb on your girlfriend. Like, and I'm just, I can't do it. Yeah. All right. I don't bring much to the party, so I don't get to go to the good parties. So, Shannon, what would you pay? I would say fifty-nine. 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 Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, Nick, side yes. note, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of, of other chicks, mm-hmm. uh, so there is a, a mutual friend of Sassy and I's, uh, I, I, is in the lifestyle. Sure. Uh, that being said, the other day I have a pineapple at the at the house. I bought these googly eyes I told you about putting it on the tree and doing mm-hmm. some other stuff. And I put two googly eyes on a pineapple and left it in the kitchen, which is funny, right? Right. Then what does she do? For no reason, she thinks it's cute and funny because they send each other cute, funny stuff, but there's... So you understand, Sassy doesn't has never discussed this with her, like doesn't really know. Mm-hmm. She sends her a picture of the pineapple with the googly eyes, and all she gets back is, so many metaphors, LOL. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, don't send her the pineapple. That's a swinger sign. I go, oh. I go, no, don't, 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 don't. She's like, oh, my God, what should I do? I go, don't delete do anything. Delete the chain, delete the chain, delete don't, the chain. Don't do anything. Don't do go nothing. Go dark, go dark. But she literally was, looked like, I was like, you know, my friend was like, oh, my God, is his girlfriend like trying to send me some kind of a, like, bait message? Like, Wait a minute. Yeah, don't send pineapple pictures anymore, hon. All right. Now I'll continue on. Jessica, my lesbian friend. What was the second bid? 59. 79. 79. 70. 99. 59. 99. Well, why don't we just go 69.99? 69.99. Got it. And the actual suggested retail price, $45.99. Shannon. Shannon. Yep. <laughs> this is your dildo today. All right. Now, listen, if it doesn't sound like it, because you don't sound that happy today, would you like oh, no, hail? I'm, I'm about to go into work. Would you, ra- oh. would you rather have Hailstorm tickets than the dildo? Oh, that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> Um, I, I would like Hailstorm tickets, yes. All right, would you, all right, well then, I will trade you, Jessica, would you rather have the dildo? As much as I want to say yes, if I could get Hailstorm tickets, because that's the day after my birthday, you, I'd take the tickets. You wait till I tell Lizzie Hale that they took, t- you took tickets to Lizzie Hale over dildos. Warming dildos. 
to meet Lizzie Hale. Well, listen, I can't do a thing about that, for God's sake. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just So, yeah, I'd definitely take the Lizzie Hale tickets over a warming toy. Yeah, well, you're like, besides the fact to a lesbian, I'm sure it just does not look amazing when it's just a super veiny, ultra-realistic penis. Yeah, but the fact that it's warming, that's what caught my attention. It right? warms from the tip. Cold. It warms from the tip. Yeah. It starts there. That's what I discovered. I looked it's over like, at Kyle, and he's like, what? Yeah. It's, like it's e- happening? It's like E.T.'s finger. It is. It's so like E.T.'s finger. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Shannon, Jessica, I'm going to get you hooked up. You stay right there. You're both getting Hailstorm tickets. Lizzie is on the show today. The album is amazing. I'm telling you both, it's a great album. You really, You really should buy it today. Stay right there. And then, Nicole, guess who gets the dildo, even though you were the furthest away? Hey, winner. <laughs> Listen, you didn't win before. Now you have a dildo. Hey, let me feel, feel that tip. I swear to God. Oh, yeah. No, it definitely warmed up. It starts from there. It's working yeah. its way down. Yeah. Dildo oh, burn comforty. the baby. Dildo burn the baby. <laughs> <laughs> dildo burn the baby. Oh. Dildo burn. That's and pretty then, impressive. And then go up. Oh, that's the heat. Sorry. No, it is. No, it is. Don't correct me. <laughs> Oh, boy. Nice. All right. Can I turn it off now? Okay. You learned so much today. Thank you. All right. Well, that's all yours, Nicole. Uh, Enjoy it. It does everything. You don't have a warming dildo, do you? I do not. You don't have a dildo that vibrates like that, and it's super veiny. Or do you? I do not. She's vagina rich today. You are vagina rich. It's an embarrassment of riches. You stay right there and enjoy your new ultra warm 113 degree, uh, very veiny dildo. Thank you. Yeah, all right, welcome. All right, enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. I felt really good in my bunk hands too. <laughs> I held it the entire time. I'm like, this feels really good in my my bunk hands. <laughs> You need <laughs> he watched me over here. I'm just kind of holding you, it and rolling it around on my... Because of the nerve damage in her neck, her hands have been achy. And, right. And so the, we're holding, I'm numb. holding the warm dildo is... <laughs> He's looking at me over the corner of... I, I, I feel like maybe we could write this off on your taxes. Like, like, you need a new vibrator or a big old dog. Maybe a big rubber Gucci-shaped hobby toy. Well, there's a place you can go and it won't take long. Maybe a fist-sized bubble what you well, there's a place you can go that we all know where you can get on your freak. If your mom needs a dong the size of a small child center to Moonlight Adult Boutique. Moonlight Adult Boutique. Proud sponsor of the Adult Toy Prices Right. With two locations to serve your every naughty need. Find them online at MoonlightAdultBoutique.com. Because Moonlight is a place for you. Oh, giggity, 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 giggity. Our next guest is a Grammy Award-winning artist and longtime friend of the show whose powerful vocals have made her one of the most recognizable singers in rock and roll. Her name is Lizzie Hale. The band is Hale Storm. amazing new album, Back From The Dead, is out now, and on July 10th, you can see them live on stage at Starlight Theatre. Please welcome longtime friend of the show, Hailstorm lead vocalist, Lizzie Hale. This is our church, you are our people, this is our church, 
Miss Lizzie Hale. Good morning, young lady. Yo, how you doing, bud? You're good. Listen, you're, first of all, I apologize because you're out on the road and I know you played last night. Oh, it's all good, man. Oh. You, you know you know me. I'm here for you. I'm yeah. here for you. I'm here for all of you. I mean, like, this is just awesome. I'm so on top of the world right now. It's just amazing just getting all this feedback. And thank you so much for all of it. Um, you know, I'll just. But just all the spins on the tunes and, and just all the amazing feedback. I mean, it's, it's been crazy out here just on, on the road. I mean, but just the, the feedback has been awesome from the crowd. So thanks for having me, man. Babe, I, I'm telling you, I was like everybody during the, the shutdown. We were all worried. We're worried about what's going to happen with each other. What's going to happen as individuals. What happens to your professional career? You know, you can't tour. Your crew can't go out, can't pay their rent. Like, you know, what music comes out of this, this frustration, this isn't a, this isn't a happy time. This isn't going to, nobody looks back and goes, oh, the good old days of not being able to go to work, of not being able to play. <laughs> and, and man, you can hear it in the, you know, that the truth of Hailstorm always shows through. I mean, this is, if people wonder if you're making up stories or if you're telling your story, it's very clear on this record. Oh, pain makes great art, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how that works. No, it's, it's, it's been fun, man. It's, it's, it's crazy though. This is the first time I think in my life where like, when we were trying to literally just recreate that space um, for ourselves, because that was the only weapon in our arsenal to use, um, you know, I, I was in my head, I'm predicting these moments that possibly could happen if we ever get back on tour. And now I'm on tour and I'm like, I was right. These are all the moments that we're going to have. Yes. So it's been, it's been pretty crazy. I mean, can I, can I just like sidestep for one second? Yeah. The, the the intro look i've been coming on this show since the beginning and the fact that there's so many songs for you guys to cram into that intro is hilarious no it just makes my heart so happy because i mean you know you just i, I mean i'm still at that point in my life where it's like i think back to like when i was a teenager and being like man do you think you know well like there are so many amazing bands that never even get you know one or two songs out there that they're known right. for. And so the fact that, like, we're here and you poor guys are trying to cram all the songs <laughs> in is hilarious to me. And uh, it, I don't know. It just makes my heart happy. So I love you guys. Uh, we love you. I, I was So side note, another side note, I'm, I'm, I'm going down the rabbit hole the other day because I was looking at the new record and I was, I was just going over stuff and looking at the news and, and just getting ready to talk to you. And I came across this. It's an older video talking about bullies, but... I didn't realize when you were 13, you formed your first band that you had a set of friends, like three, two or three girls that just stopped being your friend. Just stopped because of that. <laughs> they just did. And, it, and you know, it, I didn't understand it at the time. I do now. Um, but it, but it, it's interesting because now all of those little spots, you know, that I, that I thought were so devastating when I was a kid or all of those little areas that made me super different, you know, when I first discovered my weird, you know, right. <laughs> um, all of those, you know, parts of me have now become part of my mission statement and part of my superpower. So I'm, I'm really, sure. I'm, I'm very, very happy to be passing that torch along, you know, and I've been talking a little bit about that on stage on this tour, um, you know, cause we, we've been divvying a couple songs, but literally just talk about that. And so it's just a, it's a beautiful thing to turn those weird, you know, dark spots into that bright light, you know? Well, that's the message, because it's all true. 
it is devastating when you're 13 years old to lose a friend or, or be made fun of or be told you're not cool or whatever it is. But that is the fuel that if you remember and you take it to heart, you, it'll, it'll, it'll drive you through life in a much better direction. And, you know, the message, I think the most important message any kid could hear is, yeah, it's cool to be different. You're fine. I know it sucks. I'm not going to tell you it doesn't suck, but it's not forever. You're not going to be stuck in this geographic prison because this is where you grew up. This is where your house is. This is you're going to turn 18 and you're going to go and you're going to find your tribe and it's going to be okay. And and it's true, yep. man. The, the the strongest steel was forged in the hottest fire. Oh man, that is it's so true. You know, my dad did something similar to me. You know, when I was a kid and going through that, it's like I remember being like, you know, you know, young and being like, whatever, Dad. You yeah, know, yeah, of I'm never going to find friends, whatever. And uh, and you know, he was right because he he said that to me early on. He's like, no, it's good that you're different. It's good that you like the music you do. It's good that you dress the way you do. And I was very lucky to have, you know, parents that were very supportive of that. I think my dad actually was just thrilled. I didn't want to be a doctor or a lawyer. <laughs> That's really what his, yeah. his MO was, because he knows nothing about that. But um, but he's like, good, you're weird like me. I'm like, yeah, whatever, Dad. And uh, and then now, like, we, he and I have these, like, beautiful, like, conversations about those times and about what that ends up, you know, if you end up owning that and double, almost doubling down. Like, that's that's where I feel like I I, I ended up doing, whereas, you know, okay, well, this is what I am, and this is what I can do, so let me just go take this to 11. Yeah. And, yeah, that, I mean, that got me, like, isolated for, for a long period of time. But, yeah, I found my tribe. I found my weird people. And uh, and now I'm out here, and I'm able to, like, look into this crowd of all these all these young women and all these young boys that are that are, you know, literally going through that right now. And, and it's beautiful to be able to have the last word and write about it. <laughs> of course it is. No, cause you, listen, you give them hope without being corny, without being preachy, without being condescending. You just, you, they go, they love the music, they love the rock show, and they realize, oh, it's, it, it probably is going to be okay. This is, this is righteous. This isn't, this isn't bad. What we're doing isn't bad. It's fantastic. And it, it, it's necessary, man. We find it along the way. Like, you remember everybody who puts their hand on your back when you're, when you're just not 100% sure. You're not, you know, nobody. Everybody's insecure, right? And we're super insecure when we're young. What was the story? Like, you guys are a young band, and uh, was it the guys in Seven Dust that grabbed your tape and put it on before their show? Yeah, it was, man. I mean, we were, this was before we were signed anything. We, we had met them in passing. And then, um, look, I was an aggressive teenager at that point. Um, I, I wouldn't do this now. <laughs> like, it's like, even on these festivals, it's like, I have a hard time justifying, like, I'm not going to knock on somebody's butt. Um, although I probably will at Rockville coming up. Uh, yeah. You never know. But, because I haven't seen everybody in a while, but yeah, we we went. They were playing at the Chameleon Club in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, years years and years ago, and um, and we all knocked at the bus. It was um, it was myself, my little brother, and, and Joe, and and they let us in, and we gave them our like demo tape, and then you know we were all awkward on the bus. They were like off us waters. We're like, no, we're fine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> sit here awkwardly on a bus we'd never been on a tour bus before and and um and then we went to the venue and right before they went on they played one of our songs off of our demo tape and i remember like i i just recently you know over the past couple of years talked to to morgan you know and lejean about this about how important that was yeah. to us because we, because we were like well 
if one of our favorite bands thinks we're cool enough, you know, to play one of our songs before they go on through the PA system at the show, maybe we got something cool. I right. don't know. So it's just, it, it, it means, you know, that meant a lot to us. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're amazing, amazing dudes. I can remember everyone who put their hand on my back growing up uh, as a young adult, whatever it was, it, not even just, just radio or this industry, just on every aspect, everyone who went steady, you got it. You, and it just, you just need little wins, little wins in life, right? Can, to get to the big win. Yep. And, uh, yep. and to that point, so I'm going through the, the lyrics on the record. And of course, the, the, the radio singles Back from the Dead and Steeple are fantastic. And then I, I get, you know, I just like, I love the, the other stuff as well. I like to dig deep in the album. I'm, I'm going through the lyrics on Bombshell and I'm like, dude, this is straight 21. <laughs> this, is, this is back when if you, if you cared, you gave your opinion. You didn't have to yell at anybody. Not you, I'm not speaking of you specifically, but in life, there was so much divisive discussion and political discussion and human discussion and, and COVID and, and everything. And everybody on this planet was suffering. But God forbid, you know, uh, a, a, a musician speak up and say this, this, or this. Because you, you suddenly get the be a good girl, play along, wear your short skirt, sing your song. And I heard you open that song, and I was like, "Oh, here it comes." I'm like, I'm like, I'm like and I'm and I'm proud for you. You know, I'm, I'm like, yes, because there was a lot of people that, you know, they don't court any controversy and they don't want it, and they're afraid to even speak their truth. And in the end of this life, you you have got to know that you always spoke your truth, right or wrong. And I've been wrong a million times, and you guys have got to be able to call that. But but speak the truth, man. Speak your truth. You don't do, and that's all you've ever done. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and look, I don't define myself, you know, as in in any political situation, I, you know, but no. there's so many people that do. And they literally, they define their personality through their political party. And I'm just so sick of it. You know, like when, 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 when did we get away from the fundamental human truths? Like, whereas, whereas, hey, be kind to each other. Right. I remember that, that kind of barking that song because it wasn't even something that I had put out that was on one side or the other. It was, it was literally that line, be kind to each other. Let's, let's look out for one another. And then I would get all this hate, be like, well, I guess I know who you voted for. I'm like, well, no, no, you don't. I know who you voted for. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it, you know? when did human become political? You're like, Hey man, I'm just talking, being human to each other. Try to be decent. Be decent to each other, but it's like, but that's that's what it's become. And and look, if uh, you know, if <laughs> if everyone else in this world can have their opinion about what how they want to live their life, um, so can I, because I'm still human. I just have a I just have a different job. That's all. <laughs> no, they, you know, it's but the lyrics are so great, man. We don't like it when you speak up, bite your tongue, give it up. Uh, you know, it just and it just I was going through that, and because uh, I remember texting back and forth. You know, because I, I saw you taking heat, and and I was like, Jan, you're you're great. You're just, I'm just proud for you. And 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 I and I remember thinking, there's a song that's coming, and uh, and here it is, bombshell. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I kind of always have the last word because I can write a song about it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. Oh, I just I just immediately start picturing things in your head. You know, and you go through bombshell that song, and I'm like, oh, I already I can already see the 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 shirt, the the slightly serious, like overly serious, like face on Lizzie Hale and just says calm as a bomb underneath it you know <laughs> that's a great idea yeah. dude that's because that oh, is you that's awesome because you know that's what they say girl behave know your place paint that smile upon your face 
And I'm just telling you, that's that calm as a bomb. You're going to get it. You're going to get all of it in a moment. And, and that leads us into Psycho Crazy. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. It's so funny, Psycho Crazy. My, my, when my dad heard the record for the first time, my dad's like, I love Psycho Crazy. Story of my life. I'm like, are you okay? but isn't it the story of all of our lives of of like you know keep on calling me crazy keep on telling me to straighten up and i'll show you i'll give you war if that's what you're looking for yeah well it's it's funny how you can be i mean and and you know how this is where it's like you can uh, you know put yourself out there in a certain way or uh or be be passionate about something in a certain way and people are going to call you nuts for it and like dude you don't even you haven't even seen my nuts you know, yeah, like, yeah you exactly. Crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah. You you don't even know. Nothing yet. Yeah, yeah. You want me to go there? You, you ought to hear the things I don't say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's. Oh, I appreciate it, man. And and terrible. And by the way, if you guys don't release terrible as a single, it, it, it and it doesn't win award after award. There's no justice for music in this world. Period. It it summed it all up for me. Uh, of of the the entire feeling, man. I think it's the most universal shutdown song I've heard yet. Oh, thank you, man. You know, it's it's funny about that song. That started out as I Am Terrible Things, and it was a little disparaging on, you know, some of the things that I was dealing with with myself. And then I had just gotten through, um, what what was the one before that? I just gotten through, I think it was, my redemption or one of these things and i'm like you know what i've dealt with those issues i don't have to write about this again and and uh and then it just kind of you know we're just basically rewrote the entire thing as this view of the world and just trying to maintain that faith in humanity because everything is so screwy and how do i combat that well i i i can't i can't combat that except to write about it and um and I, I love I love that song so much, and um, I can't wait to play it out live. But I also it's like I feel like probably one of the more adult songs that I've written because it just kind of needed to have happened. So yeah, and I appreciate that, man. You're you're awesome. No, no, that the line we carry hatred like a Bible. It was like dong. You're like oh, we do, we do. We absolutely do, man. It's a, it, it become an addiction for most people, and it's almost like they can't be human without hating people. And without, you know, what, what I'm sick of, Johnny, is all this petty stuff. Yes. Like, everything, we are paying so much attention to the things that don't actually matter, you know, and there's so much passion for the things that don't actually matter. we got to let go of that. We have to let go of that, or or because I have to. I mean, this, the song is true. Like I have to believe yes. that we can evolve and we can take some steps forward in, instead of some steps backward. You know, as a human race, because if I can't believe that and I can't like, you know, this is part of my, you know, when when we were writing that song, it's like this is part of me just trying to make sure that I maintain that faith because if I can't, man, what the hell am I doing it for? So <laughs> that's, No, it's, that's, I can't tell you how much I agree with that, Lizzie. Like, if you can't believe that good guys can win, if you can't believe that, you know, hardship will lead to triumph, that, that it's not always, you know, it, it's not always the giant monster corporations or the, the governments or the, the bigger people that always win the fight that you got to believe, you know. We all need to see good guys win if, when, they, when they stop. Like, you're right. How do I even wake up and feel good about anything I'm going to do today? 
you know, it's kind of like what you were saying before, too. It's a bunch of small wins. Yep. It's not these big wins that, that we're, like, vying for. It's the it's the tiny ones. You know, yes. it's like I'm, I'm trying to make it happen every day. You, like, you make somebody smile. You make somebody's day. You, you, you compliment somebody on their crazy shoes or yep. something. You know, like, it, it takes nothing for it for human beings to do that but it goes a long way and like look are you know are we going to change the world with that small moment maybe not in that moment but a, a bunch of tiny wins equal yeah. a big win in the end you know uh, with the, I listen. I subscribe to it, and uh, listen. You carry this everywhere you go. If you're just joining the show, Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm, the new album, Back from the Dead. Go get it immediately. They're going to be here in July, but <laughs> but you're getting ready to go. And this, by the way, I was looking at Rockville, and you're right. You are going to go. Uh, you're going to go knock on some bus doors and say hi. I was like, God damn! I'm looking at this. You know, everybody from Kiss to GNR. I mean, I'm like, holy hell! And you, you're playing with the Pumpkins and Nine Inch Nails and the Struts, and you go on right before Jane's Addiction. I know. I I can't even. I mean, man, if you had told my teenage self this is the lineup I'm going right? to be on, I mean, man, she wouldn't have believed you. Uh, but it, it's it's going to be such a great show. Um, this is uh, really breaking us into festival season. This is our first festival uh you know since releasing the album so it's just it's gonna be on fire it's oh. Gonna be amazing. oh it's gonna i cannot i cannot wait for this by the way uh radke if you get a chance to see him earlier in the day before you guys go on they're from saint joe it's uh three brothers from up there radke's fantastically fun like what a great band great and they're from literally oh. 50 miles from here their dad their manager too yeah their dads are manager yeah. too yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. We'll have to talk about it. <laughs> and uh, drove Scott, Ian, and Pearl have got Motor Sister on the road that day. Oh, that's cool. No, I've heard of both of you guys, so I'm I'm very excited to, to be uh, to be witnessing some new, um, young, fresh rock yeah. right now. You know, it's been a second since, since I've seen anybody. It's been a second since I've been inspired by a young band that's hungry and ready to go. So I'm definitely going to park myself <laughs> in front of both of those. Will bands. you get in the day before, or will you be able to see any of the other days, or are you going to be working all the way up? We're we're gonna be we're gonna be working. But I'm pretty sure we're gonna be in there uh, the day before. So we're gonna be at GNR. around. You get to see GNR. Oh my gosh! Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm so proud of those boys for getting yeah. back together. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever met Duff? Thought, right. Have you ever crossed paths with Duff yeah. McKay? Isn't he not yeah. the greatest human being? He is the sweetest human being. What one of one of my favorite moments with Duff? So I got to um, I got to uh, play and sing with the. Hollywood Vampires when he was still, uh, you know, honorary member yep. and uh, doing the thing. I, we were playing in Rio, and and it was. Uh, <laughs> I know I know Johnny Depp has a lot of drama going on right now, uh, but also a sweet man. Yeah. Uh, but Johnny and uh, you know and and, uh, and a couple of the other guys were, were arguing over whether they're going to modulate to A or E for the solo. And I turned to Duff at this point because I'm just standing there with my guitar during rehearsals, and I'm like. Uh, do you know what's happening? He's like, oh, this happens all the time. Just watch me. I'm like, okay, Duff, you're a rock. This is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, dude, uh, what a, what a solid man. And uh, re- really, all those guys. You know, Slash has always been amazing sure. um, to me, and and uh, it's just great to to see such a legendary band. Um, you know, literally clean up the spilled milk and yeah. be like, all right, guys, we're doing this again. I just love that so much because it means that there's hope for so many other bands. I'm like, guys, if Guns N' Roses can bury the hatchet and get right. out there and do it, anybody can. Just just stop, stop, you know, 
<laughs> Side minutes. note, that pin, I, you know, I bought the new GNR pinball machine. Oh, of course you it's did. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good, Hale. Lizzie, I'm telling you, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, but here's the one I've decided, you guys, you need to grab the Godzilla one. Tell Joe the Godzilla, the new Stern Godzilla pinball machine. Ooh. It's, it's really effing good, too. I mean, like, if I was going to come up, try to come up with some money to buy another one, it would be that. Awesome. Well, I'm going to knock it on your door. I'm coming over. Come over. <laughs> I'm going to test run these. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, I just, I, I literally flew down to Texas for a pinball festival. Oh, of course you did. Yeah, super weird. That's super awesome. weird. You know, yeah. the, the, the obsession has gotten real, Johnny. I'm, I, as your friend. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, guys, people don't even know. Like, I'll bug them twice, three times a year. Like, hey, did you guys get your pinball machine yet? Did you find your pinball machine yet? Like, I'm trying to drag them into the cult. We're gonna, we're gonna. It's, it, you know, it's one of those things. It's gotten, it, it's gotten to the point that it used to be with guitars because now it, it's, you know, I have a yeah. couple of new guitars that I don't need, and uh, <laughs> or I do need but I don't need, and uh, you know, where it's like we've come close. We're like, all right, it's just on the cusp. We're we're right there on that the crest of the wave with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's gonna be good. I can't. And wait. you're not helping the addiction. You're not helping <laughs> at all. <laughs> You, you know what? You do what I do. You tell yourself that they hold their value and uh, and that it's going to be great. It might even possibly make you money. That's how I sell it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait for July. July is going to be fantastic. You guys, pretty reckless. It's happening July 10th, Starlight Amphitheater, and uh, which is uh, which is where you played with Alice. And it's a it's just a beautiful, cool place, man. Especially on, on a perfect day, like it's it's a magnificent rock and roll show. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Uh, Taylor and I have already been been obsessing over over this tour. It's you know it's been a second. Um, you know her her and I were uh, were locked down happy hour buddies uh, for a second. Nice. <laughs> Zoom. Um, you know, and we've been talking about doing this. You know, okay, well, if this ever opens up, we got to do it again, and so we're going to be doing it. And um, I mean, man, tickets are already selling. We just keep we keep getting these numbers in. So, you know, if anybody's hesitating, I would do it now um, because it's going to be just a crazy tour. It's yeah. going to be absolutely so much fun. What so about the uh, reviews on the new record, by the way? Which I, I don't. I, I as a rule, I don't care for reviews because you know what David Lee Roth said: critics like Elvis Costello because critics look like Elvis Costello. <laughs> <laughs> uh no the reviews have been really great man uh you know uh, there's been a lot coming in uh, even from overseas we're getting numbers every single day and 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 articles and all of that and we're just i'm so happy that it's been so incredibly well received and i mean the and the biggest i mean regardless of of you know the music critics and all of that uh, you know just the fans have been amazing there are already so many people that have so many songs tattooed on them i'm getting like requests come in over Twitter like can you handwrite this can you do this and it's like man the album hasn't even been out like a week and a half and and everyone's already getting tattoos on them from all these new songs it's just it's such a beautiful feeling man it's we've been working on this for so long and then yeah you get it done and you have to wait for it to come out because of everything going on and all the back orders and all that and we keep going into every single uh record store you know in every stop and there have been the majority have been sold out, and we were as like, "Hey, do you have the answer?" It's like, "Oh yeah, dude, we had it yesterday, and they're all gone." I'm like, "Awesome!" Well, and you know what, guys? It's, uh, it's just really good. I want the other people listening to hear this. If you don't know that the the the, the thing that happens all the times, so you guys will go to a record store, and it'll be around town, and you'll hide. 
guitar picks and oh, little yeah. mementos for, for, for fans around your records. So go to record stores when Hailstorm's around. Like, make sure you take a good look, buy the album, and take a good look everywhere in that store. Yeah, yeah. Usually we'll put put around some hands and everything, but usually if we go in and we find, especially with vinyl, because um, that's easy to uh, quote unquote break into with mm-hmm. with a guitar pick. Right, right. <laughs> um, we'll we'll end up just kind of gifting you know a bunch of guitar picks inside the vinyl and all of that. So yeah, if if uh, if you're around and at your local record store and you know when we're in town, um, yeah, we we like doing that stuff. You know, oh, that's great. finders keepers, go get them. Listen, have a great time this weekend. Have a great time in, in Columbus. And I just, look, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm proud for you on all you guys. I mean, RJ's drums sound just goddamn bombastic. And, you know, and, and I mean, dude, Josh, like the bass is just, just dr- hammer dropping on some of those openings. You're like, good night. Whoever produced it, like really dug deep on that. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, with with uh, with Nick Rascalos, he he literally... I mean, he brought out the absolute best in us, and, you know, he knows how to make sure RJ's on 11. Same thing with Josh. We have the best rhythm section right now. I mean, like, are, are you, like I, I know I'm a little biased because they're in my band, and I've known these guys, you know, my entire life, but, man, everybody just stepped it up. They yeah. just stepped it up, and um, we've been doing these live shows. It feels so good to, like, actually feel all of that in, in a live way, so... Yeah, we're having a great time, Donnie, and, and man, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you and your entire team and, you know, everybody that surrounds you right now. Um, we just we just love you guys so much. Yeah, I love you back, and uh, tell everyone we said hey, we'll see you in July on the 10th, and again, congratulations on uh, Back from the Dead. You are indeed Back from the Dead. <laughs> Thank you, Donnie, so much. Love you guys. The late, great George Carlin, absolutely the most important uh, comedian of his time. There's no doubt about that. Everything he did had such a a societal pivot. And and even in comedy, he changed comedy multiple times. And I'm talking about the way guys did comedy, like the way they delivered comedy, the style of comedy. He literally, when people would start to follow him, he would just change up because he could and because... I think something inside him he had to. There's a documentary about, but you remember, even short things, it just all, it all is so relevant years later. Think about it. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man living in the sky who watches everything you do every minute of every day. And the invisible man has a special list of 10 things he does not want you to do. And if you do any of these 10 things, he has a special place full of fire and smoke and burning and torture and anguish where he will send you to live and suffer and burn and choke and scream and cry forever and ever till the end of time. But he loves you. Oh. <laughs> Game changers. Game changers, man. Born June 15th in Dayton, Ohio, our next guest is the daughter of the man considered to be one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time, the late great George Carlin. She is a founding advisory board member for the National Comedy Center Museum in Jamestown, New York, as well as an author and radio show host, and she's here today to talk about the new two-part HBO documentary about her father, George Carlin's American Dream. Please welcome, Kelly Carlin. 
Ross Garland. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you doing? You know what? Thankful you're here because I and, I, and I know this happens all day, every day, but man, your dad was the greatest of all time, and he was so influential on so many things, not just myself, but in society, man. I mean, how idiots like me couldn't even be on the radio without him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm super, super excited that we're honoring him and celebrating him in this way, and that people who are fans, like you and me, of course, uh, get to really get a deep dive into his mind, into his heart, into his life, into his art. Uh, very, very excited for everyone to, to get to see this documentary. George Carlin's American Dream. And, and here's what I, I, I really love about this is because when you comedian just isn't enough of a word for George. Like there were times when he was, it was just incredibly funny and silly and, and showed the, the ridiculous nature of just everybody. And then it would get straight angry. And other times he would think that you would think that he was getting ready to poke it at somebody else. And then he would flip the mirror and it would be you. And there was just a million different ways. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He'd make you think, even if you were mad, like I remember being a kid fresh out of being an altar boy, Catholic kid, you know, and a recovering Catholic and, and just like all of a sudden hearing God loves you bit. And I was like, I think I'm in trouble because I believe it. I, like what he's saying is right. Like, you know, but he, he yeah. made you think he was the mirror. Yes. Yes. He, he was a man who observed the world, I think from day one in his life, you know, when you learn more about his childhood and you see that, that he had a lot of time on his own. He was a, a latchkey kid here in the Upper West Side of New York. And and he, he he loved to just watch what was going on and put together some way that he could explain it and describe it. And it was always in such a unique way. And, uh, you know, we, we all miss him because of that unique yeah. way. We all want his particular take on today. And it's so frustrating for us because it's like, what would he think? Well, we don't know because he's really not here. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and Judd Apatow did that great, uh, the Gary Shandling uh, documentary, and it was, it really gave you insight yeah. of things I never knew about Gary Shandling, and I'm looking forward to the same thing about George, and, and about why, and about how, and about things that just, because, you know, we know, we know him from a movie, or we know him from a stand-up special, or a comedy special, and, and, and that's where it kind of stops, you know, it's, but there's so much, you, yeah. you know how much more there is, and I can't wait to find it. Yeah, you know, uh, I always talk about this, but Richard Pryor was a comedian who really kind of unzipped himself on stage. You know, everything about Richard's life, all the shadow, all the ugly. My dad never brought that to the stage. People didn't even know he was married and had a kid most of the time. Uh, They're always like, oh, I didn't know he had a kid. Uh, But so in this documentary, I really wanted to make sure that the human being, the father, the, the, the brother, the husband, the son... Uh, and the, and inside the artist, I really wanted that part of my dad for people to be able to experience. I, I'd, I'd written a memoir um, yes. about seven years ago called A Carlin Home Companion. And, you know, I, the reason I wrote it and the reason I wanted the personal story in this documentary is I want people to really understand that this is a human being. Uh, he had issues. Our family had issues. We came through the other side of them, thankfully, um, but we're all ordinary humans struggling in some ways, even if you are a great artist like someone like George Carlin. Yeah, and, and George, and he would go through phases, because I remember, because I was such a super fan. A, I'd gotten terrible trouble for the seven words. Of course, I first to uh, 
to to memorize it and then share it with my class in seventh or eighth grade. And yep, you know, and and he and he would he would give you these ideas that you would just you know honestly you would take with you in life at a very formative age. And it absolutely shaped the way I see many of the things in the world today, the, the, the hypocrisy. And and he would go, again, from the silly to, there were moments where I'm like, George is, I'm watching a comedy special going, he's he's not, he's mad. Like, George is genuinely mad at the world right now. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, everyone talks about, oh, he got so angry and so dark no. at the end. I think, he, I think you're right. Uh, I think he was mad at the world. I think he was mad that we weren't waking up fast enough right. and seeing what's really going on. And we kept, we keep falling for this, oh, they divide us. They find these wedge issues. They, they get us arguing and yelling at each other. Yes. Now we do it 24-7 on social media. And, and the whole time, what's going on? They're all walking away with the cash. That's right. You know, and they're, and they're, uh, and they're undermining the, the basic infrastructure of this country and the basic ideas and ideals of this country. You know, my dad loved the potential of this country. And I think he, he, he admits it, and we talk about it in the documentary, that, you know, you, you scratch a cynic, and underneath it is a disappointed and, and, and heartbroken idealist. Right. Without a, without a doubt. And, and listen, the, the people who, who hold this country to the very high standards that we believe it should have are the most patriotic. Guys like George Carlin who go, hey, oh, no, no, not the, not the blind, stupid, wrapping their, the flag around their eyes so they no longer can see. Yep, yep, and I, I, exactly, and yeah. He is just, he was, he was, the, it was the gift, it was the gift. If you would listen and you would hear it, he would offer it. And I think that's what I, my point was, I felt like he was just disappointed in us. And like the, the world who wouldn't quite, they just, because it is scary. Look, it's scary, right? He, he offered scary ideas. And well, it, you know, I really what I've, I've come to the conclusion lately about is that um, he did offer scary ideas, and they were and, and they were dark thoughts, and they were dark ideas about things. Uh, but I think the reality is is that he was paying attention, yes, and we weren't ready for that information yet. It was right. too much for us to take. We didn't want to believe. Some part of us didn't want to believe what he was saying. And here we are now in 2022, looking around, and we're going, "Wow, this guy nailed it over and over again." Yeah, yes, it's. Uh, I, I, listen, I could. I, they're already giving me the rap, Kelly, but I'm just. I'm just such a fan of of, of you, and hey, and and thank you for carrying his legacy on. And I can't wait to see this documentary, George Carlin's American Dream, that is uh, premiering Friday. Uh, then part two will be on Saturday at seven o'clock on HBO Max, and I just. Uh, and I'm just so glad that he has an advocate, somebody to to that, that knew him as as a daughter and can carry on with that. Thank you, I really appreciate that. Well, anytime you're you're welcome here. Anytime at all. I can't wait to watch the documentary. Thanks, Johnny. I, I and I have a great day. You too, baby. I, I really mean that about George. Like he was an he was a great observer. Yes. Who translated things that you just hadn't opened your mind to yet, or you just, you know. And now our, our, it used to be people would be offended and say, well, you talked about Jesus. By the way, he never said God didn't exist. He said, you have created this ridiculous idea that there's a man on a cloud with a big white beard judging you for your indiscretions. And when he doesn't like them, he's going to do these terrible things to you, but he loves you. You're going to burn hell forever. And that's the point. And people would get, but then it would shake their faith, right? 
what they that they well listen, I already have that thought in place. I can't possibly think of another thought. Mm-hmm. Now now I'm angry because you've scared me. And they're saying, oh, he doesn't believe it. He never even said that part. What, listen to what he says. Maybe you don't have it right. And it goes on from there. But everybody, the blind stupid, and that goes across the board. Yeah. Across the board. Listen, there is no left, there is no right. You only choose those sides if you're a pussy and you're afraid to think for yourself. Every, every situation is different. Every single situation is different. And if you're indoctrinated to the point where you can only think this way or you can only think that way, well, then you're, you're, you're the very thing you think you hate. <laughs> you just, it's either think for yourself or don't, but stop. Isn't drinking. it interesting when you talk to people and you listen to other ideas and other paths that you hadn't considered? You don't have to like it. No. But sometimes, you know, having a back and forth. Yes. Those were the good old days. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. The olden days. Got no business playing the blues ever at all under any circumstances. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. What the f do white people have to be blue about? Banana Republic ran out of khakis? <laughs> yeah? The espresso machine is jammed? Pootie and the Blowfish are breaking up? <laughs> White people ought to understand their job is to give people the blues, not to get them. (laughs) Dude, I don't care what you think. You know, if you can't hear that, you've lost your mind. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from in this country? Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu. And, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous, and it goes to ridiculous lengths. In prisons, before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, they don't want you to get an infection. <laughs> so and you can see their point. Wouldn't want some guy to go to hell and be sick. <laughs> it would take a lot of the sportsmanship out of the whole execution. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.